listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, episode 266. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the genuinely only person I know who can pick up on a song that I'm making up and go with me on it. John Brownstone. Hey, it's, it's a superpower. I appreciate that about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, today, we're sharing our beliefs, philosophies, and principles as they pertain to BDSM. And if you've been here for a hot minute, none of this will surprise you, but we're actually gonna try and do this in like a bullet point list of these are the things we think about BDSM and you Okay, you have to think what you want to think about it. Uh, welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Go back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us. I know wherever you listen to us means Apple Podcasts and everybody else just don't do that anymore. Uh, that's okay. It's okay. If you can leave a review, great. If you cannot, it's okay. You can follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, LovingDS and the number one, that's LovingDS1, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash LovingBDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. A big shout out to our kinky patrons on Patreon, including our newest peeps. We see you, we love you, we thank you. Uh, anybody who's enjoying the mini sods should also thank you because that is due completely to you. Uh, if you are not currently a kinky patron, but would like to be, and you'd like more content, more us, stuff you can't get anywhere else, uh, you can become one of our kinky patrons for as little as $2 per month. Head to patreon.com slash Lords or use the link in the show notes. Okay, before we get into the topic, which will be by design chaotic. For once we're gonna be chaotic because we, we mean to, not because we had an idea and it just didn't go right. Uh, I do wanna <laughs> do, so it happens. Uh, I wanna do some announcements. Um, this week I'm not just reminding you that the kinkery exists, that's JB's shop with weapons of mass destruction. That's kind of boring. I keep saying that, no, no, no. I wanted to let you know that new products are coming. Yes. Like literally this week, like when we get done hitting the record button, if somebody will have the conversation he's supposed to have with me, I could literally get a new product out by tomorrow. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's let's have the conversation. Not right now, it's a business ah. meeting. There should, should not, this is a different thing. Let's I mean, conversate. Let's do things. We're not multitasking <laughs> is what I'm saying. But I will give you a verbal sneak peek. It's a verbal. There's no pictures. There's no wavy things. Uh, we've talked about it before. Yeah. We are putting out a new uh, type of uh, paddle. It's same st- styles that we've been using. It's our mm-hmm. base models, but they're going to be in different beautiful colors. If you follow the kinkery on Instagram, or if you are one of our patrons, you will have seen, I think you will have seen pictures. Did I show pictures on Patreon? Oh God, y'all, I think I suck. I don't think I did. Uh, <laughs> but I know I've put it on the Kinkery Instagram, at the Kinkery on Instagram. Um, also, this week, hopefully by the end of the week, if you are a person who uses a planner and you like your planner to reflect your kinky mm-hmm, personality, mm-hmm. or you've wanted to and you haven't found stickers you love, and you need reminders of things like loving BDSM is doing a what, when, now, who, where, we're gonna have planner stickers and one of those stickers is the loving BDSM logo. I'm just saying, it's just a little sheet of sticker planner stickers. It's all the loving BDSM logo. <laughs> you can buy them sheet by sheet, different styles, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you follow us on the kinkery at Instagram, you will have seen them. I'm much more active on Instagram than I am anywhere else uh, for social media right now. And you're handling FetLife. So mm-hmm. if you're on FetLife, you can go there. And But if you wanna actually know when these items 
drop. I will put them out in the newsletter before I put them on social media. So you should subscribe to the Kinkery newsletter, which you can do if you go to thekinkery.com. That's all I'm gonna say. So if any of those, like we've got a yellow paddle, we've got a red paddle, we've got two hot pink paddles, two, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Purple paddles, beautiful blue. That blue came out That blue gorgeous. Is, is gorgeous. I love the blue gorgeous and the sneak peeks i did on kink read actually don't do it justice because those were like their plain flat color and then you put the finish on and they start to look like gym tones it was yeah. amazing so the second announcement <laughs> see we're already chaotic we barely got into it um we are we are we told ourselves at the end of last year that for 2021 we were going to try and take a week off break every quarter of the year we missed first quarter because we did. And someone's been kind of cranky about it. Yes, you have. You're right. Y yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so, not denying that it was me. Yes. Second quarter break is <laughs> next week, the week of May 17th. Now, all that actually means from y'all's perspective is that there will be no Wednesday live stream or Friday long podcast episode. There will still be a video mm -hmm. on Monday. There will still be a mini-sode of the podcast on Tuesday and the Friday night hangout was scheduled for that Friday. It's the third Friday of the month. We're, we'll still we're still doing it. Yeah. Um, so that, and that's on YouTube Friday night. I don't remember the date, but Friday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> um, there will be no newsletter next week as well. So yeah, you you will only feel it on if on the day you would consume this podcast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's it. Um, but I will get a solid week off of... Um, working like i'm not doing client work i'm not the only thing i'll do is process orders from the kinkery and probably be a shop elf but that's because that's fun to me and also processing orders means money and i like money um but yeah so we're that's our announcement that if mm -hmm. you're like where's my long podcast where's the wednesday live stream you have not gone crazy and the internet did not break we we're doing that on purpose um we are um trying really hard to give ourselves enough breaks to prevent burnout from setting in. So in a few months, we'll do another mm -hmm. one of these. And then at the end of the year, we'll do our standard like two weeks off like we do. We're, like that's that's the plan. Yep. Because as long as we take care of ourselves, we can keep helping y'all. And that's the whole thing we're trying to do. So, Absolutely. Okay, I'm done with freaking announcements. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is a purposely chaotic episode. <laughs> we're gonna just share things we think about BDSM that I think sometimes, maybe sometimes I think these things are universal, but sometimes I think, oh, they're just they're just about me. They're just about us. It is okay if you disagree with anything we believe. Our, our my whole thing is, uh, if you disagree with me, that that's cool. It's, if it doesn't affect my life or anybody I care about, then that's probably really fine. Also, if you disagree with me and it gives you a big like negative reaction, I would suggest you sit with those feelings and figure out why. Um, because I'm just over here living my kink line and you're over there living your kink line. Um, so yeah, but it's okay if we disagree. It's okay if we disagree. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out my, my first one, okay? Okay. And I just wanna say, nobody's gonna be surprised at most of these. Y'all know us. Communication is how do I put this? It is the most important part of BDSM. And what I mean by that is it is literally part of every aspect of your kink. If you don't have good communication, you have shitty kink. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's my thought. If you don't have good communication, you got shitty kink. Here's why. If you're not talking about you like that or you don't like that, you're not getting the activity you want. If you're in the activity and you're not talking about, hey, that hurts, hey, that doesn't feel good, you're having a slightly less good experience. If you have grown away from this dynamic that you're in and you want this dynamic and you're not saying anything, resentment. Communication is at the core of everything. Is everything. If you don't have that, you don't have shit. I went on a rant in the first 30 seconds. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I, I mildly disagree. Okay, okay, here right. we go, debate. I, I think communication is important. I'm not, I'm not taking that away. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that there is a foundation mm-hmm. that encompasses several things. Okay. All right. The communication, mm-hmm. trust, sure. respect. Sure. But you know you don't have trust or respect if you don't communicate. But if you... (laughs) Podcast listeners, you can't see his face, but you know his face. (laughs) But it takes all three of those. I agree. To to build a foundation. I do agree. To build a full foundation. Mm -hmm. All right. You can communicate all you want. If you don't have trust, if you don't have respect, I would definitely agree with that. Okay. One. I will definitely agree I mean, with that. You, one. you can communicate till the cows come home. Well, and I would also add as an addendum to that communication one communication is not just saying what you think, it's taking in information it, of what the other person thinks. Absolutely. It's listening. Co- communication well as is as much listening as it is speaking. And actually hearing. Oh, yeah. Like actually internalizing what the other person is mm-hmm. saying and thinking about it and going, is this something I can live with? Is this something I agree with? Is this something I'm willing to do? And then and then doing the really hard part that a lot of people don't like to do, saying the words, especially when you don't agree. You're like, okay, I see you. That's what you want. Mm-hmm. Great. That's not going to work for me. Got to go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I still, I, I think, yes, the foundation is your philosophy. I is my philosophy. But also, <laughs> if you don't have good communication, you got shitty kink is all I'm going to say. I'm going to put that on a shirt. <laughs> Because I have a cricket now and I can't. Um, okay, next one. This one might be, let, hear me out before anybody comes with pitchforks, okay? Because okay. it's Uh-oh. a nuanced thing. Uh-oh. I do think, hear me out, that your role that you take on, dom, sub, switch, is an inherent part of who you are. Wait before you get mad at me. Here's what I mean by that. Do I think society can teach us to reject those parts of us, to think that we're not allowed to do that, that that's not okay, that that's not what this group of people does? That group? Yes. So we can say to ourselves, I don't like that. And then we learn about it later and we come to this discovery and we're like, oh, okay, maybe I do like that. But I genuinely think, because it goes back to my belief that you can't make anybody be your dom or sub. Like, you just can't. You can want them to be, of course, but you can't make them. It has to be something within them. They have to decide for themselves. And I think that that desire for any of the roles, even moving fluidly through the roles, Mm -hmm. is a part of us on some level. Even if it's on a subconscious level we're not aware of. We learn yeah. the skills, we see how to do it, we see that it's possible, and then we tr- maybe try it for the first time. Mm-hmm. But something of that had to be within us already. Maybe sure. it just had to be turned on. I, I agree. There there has to be that um, that core. Mm-hmm. All right? Because it, it would be like saying, I want you to be my dom. 
All right? Yeah, see? <laughs> right? There you go. There you go. Sorry, I thought I wasn't drinking coffee right then. But you you could do that and you can want that from somebody. Sure. You know. And you can even teach them the skills for it. But if they don't have it in them to, you know, sorry, I, I got to go with the, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Sure. And, and it's the same thing. You can, you know, say what you want from mm-hmm. somebody, but it's not going to make them so. Exactly. And I will also clarify, it's not that somebody's born a dom or born a submissive. It's not a trait like you have green eyes or brown hair. Mm-hmm. I think you can push that down. You can. It can be a small kernel of who you are and you reject it because it's not that important to you. The skills of being whatever role, whatever thing you want to do, you have to learn that. But that desire... That willingness to learn. Yeah, you you have you have to be open in. to it. You have mm-hmm. to be open, and and that goes with anything in life. And it's got to speak you, to you on some level, right? I mean, it's like if you've ever heard a kink act and immediately knew, oh my god, hell no, get that away from me. That was a visceral reaction. Can you change your mind later? Sure, you can. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we hear those things. We go, oh, that no, no, no. We know. We don't have to rationalize it. We don't have to go sit in a classroom for it. I didn't have to get on a forum on FetLife for three days. To figure out I didn't like that. I knew I didn't like that. And sometimes you do have to go, let me go educate myself about this first and then decide what, how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. But I, st- I do. I think that's that's deep down inside somewhere. It's an innate thing, even if we don't recognize it. Even if we're having to mm-hmm. fight against internalized misogyny or internalized toxic masculinity or whatever, whatever, whatever. Like all the things that society does to us. I just think that. Okay. You name one. I've already got on 85 rants. We've only been doing this 10 minutes. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Gosh, and I had one and it was hanging on the tip of my oh, tongue. I hate that. And and Okay, here. Okay. Um speaking about that, um I view being a big D as being a leader. Okay. Okay. Um not so much someone who demands or is controlling. Mm-hmm. They are in control and they exhibit good leadership qualities. Which we've done an episode on. Yes. And and I think that at that core mm-hmm. of, of the lifestyle, especially someone in a big D, and I, I think that is a very important So are you saying aspect. that the core for you at least, or in mm-hmm. your opinion, is leadership not power? Or leadership not control? Correct. Mm-hmm. I've never, I mean, because I'm not, I've never thought about it that way. Yeah. I've never thought about it that way. I wish I had some statements like that about submission, but there's so many different ways to submit Because that part, I part of what I view it, you know, when, when someone says, you know, a, a big D has to be in control, to me it means as much being in control of yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, God, yeah, that I definitely agree with. Dominance, if you want to be in control, you better be in control of yourself as well as mm-hmm. ideally first, in a perfect world first. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I think that's a, an intrinsic part of it. Gotcha. Um, okay, here's one. So I want to say this. I want to put disclaimers up here because I don't want to be misunderstood. Safe words, we're, we're 100% on board with them, mm-hmm. and we use them. I think... Every new relationship, and then anybody who maybe not in a new relationship who wants a safe word should use a safe word. 
pro safe word. Mm -hmm. Also, I also think that in some cases, ours being one of them, Mm -hmm. that at a certain point, safe words can become unnecessary. Um, I wouldn't say unnecessary. Okay. I think that it's always there if needed. Yes, yes. It is always there if needed because you never, ever know. I mean... Yes, I understand what you're saying. Okay, good. Lots we we have we have played together enough after seven years. Going on eight soon. <laughs> <laughs> I keep losing count. Yeah. Um, that I know you well enough. Mm-hmm. I know your boundaries. Okay. I know when this when I stay below them. I know when I push them. I have played with you enough that. I can see physical aspects, mm-hmm. okay, of when you are reaching those limits. So, yes, it is not as necessary. It's not used as much, mm-hmm. all right? You're right. And it is there because anything can happen at any point. Anything can happen so, at any point. But it becomes, when I say unnecessary, I mean... You don't. You do because it's how your style of play. But you could do a whole scene and not check in on me. I'm not going to think you did anything wrong because mm-hmm. I know one. If something goes wrong, I'm, I know what to scream. Yeah. I know how to make it stop. And two, if you didn't check in with me, it's because you're watching my body mm-hmm. language and you're going to err on the side of caution. caution. Right. And it's not that the the safe word isn't needed because in in an instance like that, if you were to utter the safe word for any reason whatsoever. Sure. It would all stop. It would all stop. And that's it was the, what, the safe word would still be respected. And I'll even qualify and clarify my meaning because it is specific to our dynamic. Because of the way we play, mm-hmm. I would say your check-ins are not necessary. If they're necessary for you, then they're necessary. Yeah. They become unnecessary for me. Let me do a an addendum to a philosophy. Yeah. Uh, I think all power exchange relationships, all kinky play partners, everybody, at least within... A new minimum new people have to have a safe word. You don't have yeah. to do shit except you know pay taxes and die. But I think everybody should have a safe word yeah. at the beginning. Now, what you do later, I, I think there's room for debate mm-hmm. because it's nuanced. Because it's not yeah. like the safe word. When I say we don't need one, I mean you don't need to check in. I'm gonna use it because you know I'm gonna use it. Right. You know me. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I do think BDSM hot take philosophy. Early days of DS, new players only play occasionally, always have a safe word. Mm -hmm. I don't care. And I think run the fuck away from somebody who says you don't need one or they don't play with one. Fuck that shit because they are not perfect. Now, I'm going to step back here a little bit. Um, As far as the Mm check-ins. Now, when we play at home, Mm -hmm. I do not check in as much. No, no. Yeah, no. When we play at a dungeon... Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because when we're at a, it, it's it's kind of funny. We do the opposite. We play lighter at home yeah. than we do at a dungeon. Oh, yeah, we go heavy. Okay, at at, in a dungeon, we go very Which heavy, is very deep. Yeah. Um, we go a lot deeper into the play. Mm-hmm. So when we are in that type of situation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will check in mm-hmm. more often. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, I had another one on the tip of my tongue. Oh. Oh, what was it? What was it? There was one on the tip of my... Oh, 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 oh. Okay. 
So I want to say, there's two things I want to say. And actually, I'm going to credit Rara for this because it was a tweet that she put out that I responded to. Mm-hmm. This one's on my mind. Then I got another one. Uh, there's no fucking, well, there is. Please be of an adult age to be kinky and in the BDSM community, but there's no upper limit on a- on age. If you are 50, yeah. 60, 70, 80, 90, hell, if you're 100, hi, I'm very proud of you and want to be you when I grow up, and you are just <laughs> now getting into kink, welcome and fuck anybody who right. says you're too fucking old. I just want to say that. I just want to say that there's the age limit is please be a legal adult. Yes. Because this is an adult space. We do adult things here. Once you are of legal age, mm-hmm. come get your, you know, let your freak flag fly. Yeah. I welcome you with open fucking arms. Till then, Scarletine is your friend, I think. Um, <laughs> books are your friend. But, <clears throat> but after that, there's no upper limit. There's no point where we're all supposed to retire from fucking kink, y'all. Yeah. And you are never too old to get into it for the first time. I was reading a thing because I was I was consoling you on getting older <laughs> about how there are there are things coming out about aging that say that if not now, then very soon, being at, there will be a point in the next ten or fifteen years that being seventy assuming you're in good health, is the equivalent to being 50 now, right? Like, remember when everybody was like, 50's the new 30. Well, 70's about to be the new 50. Like, we're, because of when you have access to it, because of advances in technology and medicine and blah, 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 we live longer and some of us can have a higher quality of life, which means that we could be 70 and finally go, shit, you know what I'd like to do? Let me search that whips and chains thing on the Google machine there. And learn about it. And if I'm not allowed to keep discovering shit when I'm 70 and 80, I might as well go ahead and, like, get in the coffin now. Actually, the urn I want to be cremated, cremated, Mm, but still. Like, anybody who walks around looking down their nose at anybody who's, you know, of a senior age, put big old fat air quotes around that, fuck you and the horse you rode in on. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Also, mm -hmm. I love y'all. If you are in your 30s, you are not an older kinkster. Okay? I'm in my 40s and wouldn't call myself an old. I would call myself a middle-aged kinkster because I feel like an old lady sometimes. But that's more about my head. Not about my age. Like, no, 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 no. Thank you, Ra Ra, for for tweeting that so I could rant Hmm. about that. (laughs) The other one. Okay. Okay. So it's a two-parter on my philosophy. Ah. I do think when available, kink communities are beneficial for kinksters and that online communities are just as valid as local in-person communities, but sure. also semicolon. That was bad grammar, but you know, put a semicolon there. But also, if you don't have access to a community and you don't feel comfortable and it's just not right for you and you haven't found your group and your tribe and your people and your vibe and your however you think of it, you're just as kinky if you never go to a munch, follow somebody on Twitter, make a fet life account. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty sure if you're in that camp, you're not listening to the sound of my voice right now. Yeah. But it, we all, I think we can all at some point come across a kinkster that's like, no, I've never set up a fet life. No, what is that Twitter thing? Like, you know what? I don't listen to podcasts. Like we're going to meet those people at some point in our life. Yeah. They're just, their kink is just as valid, you know? Right. Uh, you, there's no, well, not, no not having a, not having a FetLife account doesn't make you not kinky. All right. There was a time there was no FetLife. So what was there? There were no kinksters prior to FetLife. Uh, right. Know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's like saying kinky people didn't exist until they all started going to munches. Like, 
not. Yeah, no. We will continue, I think, to highly recommend finding your kink community online or in person mm-hmm. because there's a value to that. There's, sure. There are things that you will get from that that you won't get when you're on your own. But mm-hmm. you are not less valid as a kinkster or more valid just because you do these things. There are clear benefits, and we definitely believe in community. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, and you know, no. kind of on that same note, the thing that... Um, you know, you, you take the person who just likes the occasional spanking. Right. And that's all they want. That's mm-hmm. all that's all they're looking for. Mm-hmm. As opposed to a person who is into edge play. Yes. All right. To say that, you know, well, the person who just likes the spanking isn't kinky. Oh, Jesus, I know. You know? Lord. Yeah. Um, not true. Not, not true. true. It's all a freaking spectrum. It is. From okay? a little bit to a lot and a lot in between. Right. And, and and it can be anywhere you want it to be and anyhow, you you know, anyhow yes. it works for you. Yes. Anyhow. Any way it See, works for you. See, grammar's not your friend today, <laughs> No, it's not. Because this episode's one big rant. <laughs> yeah. So on that note, we both have said this before. Mm-hmm. I just want it on the fucking record. <laughs> There's no fucking one true, true goddamn way. way. No. No. Run from the motherfuckers who say that shit, yep. okay? Or tell them, laugh in their face, go fuck mm-hmm. you. Or mm-hmm. block and ignore. I don't care how you respond yeah. to this shit, but let them go about and be ignorant in their own way unless you need to save somebody you know from them and then be like, no, 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 yeah. listen Because that is... That tells me a lot of things. I can make a lot of suppositions about somebody who believes that there's literally only one way to do whatever, whatever. One, that is the only way they've ever done it. That's the only experience they have. Or they don't know shit and they watched one porn and called themselves dumb. It's not always a dom. I don't want to ever, because there are some submissives out there who will totally tell you there's only one way to do this submissive thing. And I just, my eyes cannot roll any harder than they already do. But it, there's a lot, I mean, online is a lot, it's a lot of doms, usually guy doms, usually like, as Master Venture on Twitter, if you're on Twitter and you're not following Master Venture, you are missing out. He's a wealth of knowledge and then we'll put a dinosaur gif in yeah. his feed. But he he's the one that pointed out, he's the one I saw pointing out, other people had said it before, that a lot of these people are um, a headless man in a suit and that's their avatar and they spout off these were one true wayisms, and then people yeah. believe it because people don't know any better, right? And right. they haven't they haven't gotten into it yet, or they're not getting like any tangible experience yet. But I also get emails from people and DMs from people who are like, "I'm I want to do it this way, but I was told that that's how you do power no. exchange, and I just want to I want to come through the screen of people. It's whatever works for you. That is the bottom line." If you like light spankings, embrace it. You're kinky. If you like being beaten with spiked paddles, you're kinky. Embrace I mean, I'm gonna it. I'm gonna do this cringy thing when I when you I know, see that, but also if, more power to if, you. If, if being tickle tortured with the feather duster is your thing, you're kinky. Embrace it. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. Have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Safely and consensually. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But yes, and that. So for me. I've learned new, I learn new things about myself through the lens of kink and just in life and just as I get older and all the time. One of the things that has been the most fascinating to me to learn, for me to learn, is that not only 
is there this massive breadth out there and just, oh my God, plethora of what it means to be kinky and how that can mm -hmm. be expressed and how literally from person to person, even when you find similarities with another person, there's also a ton of difference, but also how much it's helped me just kind of go to, I remember being in my twenties vaguely <laughs> and thinking that there was, just, there needed to be a way that things were done, right? That, that, mm -hmm. was, that was my thinking then. And it's not necessarily an age thing, but it's probably common in that age group. I don't know. And being very frustrated when things couldn't just stay the way they were and things couldn't just be one way and things had to be complicated and nuanced and just not easy to explain or understand or do. And as I've gotten older, I feel a lot less frustration in life because every situation I come across, I go, there's about a million ways that that could go. We had a neighbor who was avoiding us. Twice I've watched her on walks. She has literally changed her direction to walk another way when she sees us walking Lola. The first time I was a little relieved because I didn't mm -hmm. want to get into a 20 minute conversation, but also it was a little, my feelings were a little hurt. Like she literally just did an about face and she walked yeah. away. And my mind made up all these narratives of why that was, why that was. Then it happened again today. And mm -hmm. right as my mind started doing that, I went, wait, 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 no, here are, and I was able to name for myself five other reasons why she might've done that. <clears throat> and those might not even be the reasons. I don't know the reasons. Mm -hmm. Because what I think kink has helped me do, and also age and time and experience and blah, 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 but kink especially, is that everybody has their reasons for doing things. Everybody does things differently for the ways that work for them. Sometimes not always healthy ways, but ways that are working for them. And I don't have to understand it. And it doesn't have to be about me when I don't understand it. And it's not like me. They can be over there doing their own thing, vanilla or kink. And I can actively go, I don't understand why that's happening. And then I can move the fuck on with my day because <laughs> something about kink expanded my mind and my horizons enough to understand just how unique we all are. I would, I would tell, have told you at age 31 that I knew that, but did I understand it on a gut level? No. But every single day I come across somebody else in kink. They might use the same titles as me. They might have the same personality as me. They might have the same mental health issues or life experiences as me. And yet when you get into the details of kink, it's gonna be completely fucking different. Even when it's similar, it's gonna be completely mm -hmm. fucking different. Sure. And being open to that and embracing that and accepting that makes it easier to embrace and accept differences in every other part of life, at least for me. And so there's no one fucking true way. No. Fuck that shit. Nope. Look, I didn't expect this uh, video to get monetized. So I'm just going to say all the words. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Um, do, 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 do. What else? I think I had another one, but it's like, do you have another one? Um, I think so. Kind of along the lines. Okay. Um, you know, this is kind of a, a generalization okay. um, that every sub is a masochist. <laughs> every masochist is a sub. Okay. You know, and... and Are, You're saying yes or no to that? I, I'm saying no. Oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. We both have total agreement there. No, yeah. no, no, no. They're yeah. two separate things and... Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like saying... Every femdom does this. Every daddy mm -hmm. does that. 
No, they fucking don't. No, no you you don't. you can be a, a service submissive, and never want a thing to do with any kind of pain. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have known masochists who love to be beaten till they are black and blue. But ask them to do a service, or tell them what to do. Tell them what it ain't <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> Along those lines. Lean in close here, y'all. Uh-oh. Shove the earbud in Uh-oh. even further, right. podcast I'm, listeners. I'm, I'm up close. I'm listening. What? Submissives yeah. come in a range of fucking personalities. They're not all demure with their fucking eyes to the ground. And some of them have fucking opinions. Will speak over their daddy dom named John Brownstone. <laughs> and are still fucking submissive. Because just because I'm not submissive to you... Doesn't mean I'm fucking not fucking submissive. I would like all submissives to internalize that. Just because I'm not submissive to you, rando stranger on the fucking internet or at the munch. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't mean I'm not submissive to the person I want to be submissive mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Submissives and dominance in all roles come in a wide variety of personalities. And I do. This sounds sort of tropey. Mm-hmm. It's stereotypical, and I know there will be some people out here who don't disagree because they don't think this is them, but it is. To be a submissive means you have to be a strong person. Here's how I know that about you, dear submissive, who does not think you are a strong person. Come in close. Hi. I would zoom, but I can't. I don't know how to control the camera. Here's what I need you to know. You let somebody else's will supersede your own fucking desires. Are you getting what you desire? Yes. But you know, as well as I do, that if that dom wasn't there to tell you to go your ass to bed, you'd stay up for two more hours and you'd probably have fun scrolling. If that dom wasn't there to tell you what to do, you probably would not be on the floor right now groveling and kneeling and getting your kink the fuck on, but you would be doing something, hopefully, that you enjoy doing. You let another person take control of your fucking life and that takes some goddamn balls, guts. No, let's not use balls. Let's not use balls. <clears throat> that takes some fucking guts is all I'm saying. Yeah. Look, what, video watchers, I'm looking at you over my glasses. That's how you know I'm serious. <laughs> Podcast listeners, I'm like right the fuck up in your ear. I'm sorry. I said this was going to be chaotic. This is not an episode where we win any new minds or hearts. <laughs> no, 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 no. But that's okay. I hate that whole, sub, you know, I haven't heard in a long time the submissives are weak bullshit. Mm. But I do he, see, I won't hear, I see a lot of... Um, you should be quiet. You should, you know, be shy. You should be, and you might be, you fucking might be, that might be exactly who you are. Technically, I'm probably a little shy until I'm comfortable. I mean, clearly I'm comfortable here. Uh, but I'm, I've got fucking opinions and I'm, I've got goals and fucking ambitions and I know plenty of submissives who do, and they're still just as submissive. And I also know submissives who really would say, I'm not a strong person. I'm scared of this. I've got these issues. I'm working through this. And they would say they're not strong, but you are because you're working through all of that and you're submissive and you let somebody else control you. And that, that takes trust. And that takes, um, a, like I said, a willingness to let, to let your own desires take a back seat for half a second. I t- let my desires take a seat for back seat for half a second because I know I'm going to get what I want eventually and it's worth it. And if you're not getting what you want eventually and it's not worth it, then you might be in the wrong Situation is all I'm saying. Oh, I got another one. Okay. Uh, JB, what, yeah, what podcast listeners can't see. JB is taking a picture of Lola with all her junk out. It's adorable. Uh, she's very relaxed. Um, 
I lost it though, because I was looking at Lola laying on her back. Um, <laughs> shit, I lost it. It was about submissives. I was sure it was about submissives. Fuck, I've lost it. Give me one. Go on a rant. Oh, I'm God. hot and sweaty, oh, y'all. We've ranted so hard. Well, it's just warm in general. But also, we've ranted right so hard. That yes. Was I'm thinking. Um, let's see. Another one. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. The only thing I can think of right now is um, just BDSM in general. Okay. Um, you know, because of the fact that we've gotten a few few people saying, well, you know, you're not really a DS couple. Ha, 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 ha. Um, <laughs> that was the most sarcastic laugh I've ever heard. <laughs> We don't have to prove our DS to anybody other than ourselves. Mm -hmm. And two, just like any other aspect of DS or, or your sexuality or however you want to do, it is a spectrum. And it's it personal is, to you. And it's personal to you. Okay? It is a complete, you know, you, you, you could go from, from DS light to, to high protocol, um, master owner, you know, and anything and any combination mm -hmm. in between. Mm -hmm. It is not one thing or the other. You can be a little of this, little of that, none of that. Right? And nobody is here for everybody else's approval. The relationship you mm -hmm. have, whether that's a play partner, a casual thing, a long-term thing, 24-7, bedroom only, I don't fucking care. It's for you and the person you're interacting mm -hmm. with, and y'all are the only ones that have to mm -hmm. fucking approve. Now, let's keep it legal. Let's keep it consensual. Let's you know, be aware of risk. Yeah. All of those things. But beyond that, fuck what they think. Nobody else is living your life, and if they don't pay your fucking bills, they don't get an opinion. I mean, mm -hmm. what... I said that, and then I remembered that um, we have a Patreon, <laughs> and we we sell things. We're like, oh, a lot of people pay our bills, so they kind of get an opinion, mm -hmm. but they don't get an opinion on our relationship. Nobody but us gets an opinion on our relationship. And right. I, y'all, I say this as somebody who is literally not allowed into her mother's house because my stepfather thinks we're the worst people who to ever walk the earth, ever, ever. Now, do I see my mother, and that's a good thing, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if I'll ever. Like, I don't know when I'll go back to her house and go visit her again. <laughs> and I'm not changing a fucking thing I do just because of that. Because thankfully, he don't pay my bills. And even if he did, I'd just find a workaround. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> 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 I'd just find a workaround. I'd find it so that he didn't mm -hmm. have to pay my bills. Thank you very much. Um, and when you start worrying, because some people will, especially when you're new. Am, mm -hmm. I do, is this, am I doing this right? Are we like other people? Or I've never seen a dynamic like ours or whatever. Whatever those thoughts are. Yeah. I can't stop you from having the thoughts, but hopefully my grating voice will interrupt your thoughts to go, do they pay your bills? Then they don't get a fucking opinion. Mm -hmm. If you can say, if you can answer the question of, we've got legal adults, full consent, we're risk aware and we're constantly communicating. If you can answer those questions, go forth. Do do your kinky best. Mm -hmm. Have a good time. Mm -hmm. Um fuck, I just lost the other one. I oh gosh. Back. I think it was in line with what you were saying though. Okay. And that and there's yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I think there's some like real quick ones. There's mm -hmm. more than one way to be a dominant. There's yeah. more than one way to be a submissive. Mm -hmm. Switches exist, y'all. <laughs> switches exist. Yeah, they do. People want us to talk about switching, but we could never do that topic justice. Mm -mm. If anybody knows of a good podcast, YouTube channel, whatever that's like devotes time to switching, let us know. We're happy to pass on resources like that, but we are not those people. But they do they do exist, y'all. If you are a switch, we see you. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, I, I mean, I feel like we could probably keep going. There's a lot of things and every single episode we've ever done relates to our philosophies and the mm -hmm. things we think. Um, but yeah, I thought I had one that I thought would be kind of unpopular. And then it's like, apparently my anxious brain went, no, don't say it, don't say it. Cause it's gone, it's just floated away. <laughs> I can't remember it. I can't remember it. Um, oh, one thing. And I've said this before, All usually right. in a rant. So we're going to say it here so it has a home to live in. Mm -hmm. Everybody in the power exchange or the kink scene should be getting something of what they want. So, submissives, oh. you are yes. not there to just make a dominant fucking happy. I mean, we want to make people happy. I get that. Mm -hmm. But you should get some of yours, too. And if you're not getting some of yours, mm -mm -mm. also, mm -hmm. I've seen this happen with dominance, especially caregiver types that are the nurturing yeah. kind of, they're not the authoritarian or disciplinarian or any of that. Y'all aren't fucking doormats either. What are you getting from the relationship? It is not the worst thing ever to ask yourself, okay, what am I getting from this? Yes, mm -hmm. of course. We want to give something to our partner that's part of our role. Dominants are giving something to a submissive and they are receiving something. Submissives are giving something mm -hmm. to their partner, but also you're receiving something. Yeah. And if you're not getting what you need, what are you doing there? I've, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Submission ah! is like a well. Okay. You give, you give, you give, the well gets empty. That well needs to be replenished. Just as same, just the same. Absolutely. If, it, if, it, if the well is empty, you can't give anymore. I'm going to interrupt this real quick because I shrieked and I realized there's no context for why I shrieked. Pink Kink, which we have mentioned uh, in past mm -hmm. episodes, uh, hosted by Rara and Dara, they're both switches. So there, there you if you're a switch and you're like, but I want to hear other switches talk about shit, go listen to Pink Kink. It's a good, ep it's a good episode. It's a good <laughs> podcast. It's a good podcast. Mm -hmm. um, there was another one I had. There's a lot of things. I, th I don't think about how much I think and what I think of BDSM in mm -hmm. kind of black and white terms. And I do, and really nothing's a binary because everything's nuanced. Like nothing is all good or all bad. I mean, except those fucking doms, all those damn red flags who have no interest in educating themselves. But you know what? I don't think we talk about this as a red flag enough. And I think this is a red flag on both sides. Be wary. I'm not saying it's a disqualifying red flag. Okay. Because mm -hmm. there can be, it, there can be things around it and there can be, uh, reasons for it, but when you're adding up red flags, be wary of a kinkster who has no desire to learn more than they already know, who thinks they know it all, who thinks there's nothing left for them to learn. Might just mean they're arrogant asses. <laughs> Might mean there's a reason that they, the learning opportunities just don't work for them and maybe they just haven't found the right resource. Like there can be extenuating circumstances, but when you're adding up all the things that make this person a good fit or a bad fit. Pay attention when it's a kingster who's like, I got nothing left to learn. I know what I need to know. There's no, 
I'm not impressed is what I'm saying. It is a lifelong learning journey. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? There's lots of things. I mm-hmm. could keep going. There was, there really was one that I wanted to say and I, it's, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> gone. Um, one thing I will say is that, and I know and this feels like this would be uh, revelatory information in the year of our Lord, 2021. It is okay to disagree with people. It is okay to have your own philosophy of BDSM. Mm-hmm. I don't have to agree with you to say maybe that's right for them. I don't even have to understand it. Like, that's just my philosophy in life. There are a lot of things I just don't fucking understand. I, I can't understand, okay? I am a white lady who thinks she might be straight. Okay, like there's a lot of shit I don't understand. But I can go, okay, and move on with my life. Or I can try to learn. That's mm-hmm. always a good option. Um, it's okay that there will be things that you don't understand. I think the questions to ever ask yourself if you want to decide for yourself if you approve or disapprove. And that's a that's a that's a sticky line to walk. Legal adults Full, informed, ideally enthusiastic, but we can't always mm-hmm. see enthusiasm, but informed consent. Yeah. Uh, constant communication, risk aware. Mm-hmm. And then if you can check that box, the box for all of those, I mean, just let it go. There's so many things in this world we all have to worry about societally, uh, with our jobs, with our money, with our families, with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like. If you've got time to worry about what other kinksters on the internet are doing, I have questions. <laughs> like right. if it doesn't impact you, and and what I'm and I think there's some there are some things there's some value judgments. Is somebody being unethical? Are they being racist? Are they being transphobic? Are they being sexist? Or like are they being any of that? Yeah, have a fucking opinion because that's about the kind of community we want to be and the the things we find acceptable within our, our, within society, within our group and our community, of Mm. course. But if their kink is to spit on one another in the privacy of their own fucking home, fucking let them do it. Right. Fucking let them do it. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. That that, that falls under the thing to me. And I, and I think that's very important because, um, I, I've seen some of this cropping up lately um, you know, your kink's not my kink, but your kink's okay. That's a great right? philosophy in life. It, it, it really is. It, it, it covers so many things in life. But, you know, they're, just because somebody's into a kink that, that you don't like, um, you know, you, you don't have to, to, to hate on it, be judgmental. You, you may not understand it, but that's okay. It makes them happy. Mm-hmm. Just let people, you know, be let let people be as, as you know, like you said, as long as it's it's between two legal consenting adults, right? And they're not hurting anybody except themselves. Except themselves, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. let them have their. Here's their what things. I'll say, and I'm gonna try. I'm gonna word this delicately because I don't want it to be. I don't want it to sound very like this binary concept. I'm going to tell you, it's not a philosophy. It's a thing I don't understand that leads to a philosophy mm. that leads to this, this philosophy. This is where my philosophy comes from. Okay. I do not understand how 
kinksters of any stripe, of any fetish, of any whatever, pardon Lola coughing in the back, um, can ever be judgmental about another soul on this planet for any reason, for any way of being, for how they live their life, for how they, mm -hmm. you know, uh, for the identity that they have. Because let me promise you, Kingster, who is judgy about everybody who is different from you, um, if you ever get caught in a situation where your job is lost about because you're kinky or your FetLife page gets brought up in your fucking divorce proceedings and that affects like child custody. Mm -hmm. Those are things that actually fucking happen. Yes, currently in 2021, they still happen. Nobody's gonna ask, but what kind of kinkster were you? Were you just a little bit kinky? Were you the right kind of kinky? Were you 50 shades kinky? Cause that's somehow better. So I will never, I know it happens because human beings are human beings and we, the BDSM world is just a cross section of humanity. Okay, we come, we good and bad. We are a cross section of humanity, but I will never understand how kinksters can be judgmental. And and yeah. that's a human thing. And mm -hmm. I, yes, am I thinking, am I thinking of certain discourse that we don't talk about here much because we just don't? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But also it's that same gatekeeping that people were mentioning in the live stream and the one true wayism. It's that judgy aspect. What are you doing? I will, I will no. never understand it. No. Is it a process if you have had moments in your life where you know you've been judged? I think we all have moments in our life where we're judgmental. Mm -hmm. It's I think a little bit of a human reaction, but then there's like, you have that moment and then what do you do about that moment? Do you move on with your life and it doesn't matter? Or do you make grand statements and just like show off how judgmental you are? I would say, please don't do that. <laughs> um, and that's, that's that line. And I think that's a thing that can be, you can learn to to not do that. You can learn to yeah. go, not my monkeys, not my circus, and move the fuck on. Like that, that works in a lot of situations. <laughs> Vanilla and kink, just say to yourself, not my circus, not my monkeys. Yeah. Again, let me add the caveat that we're talking about specific kinky behaviors. We when there's a, a moral decision, an ethical decision about who we want this community to be and who's quote allowed in, all the people who are of legal age, by the way, uh, and who's not and what's allowed, you know, those kinds of things, that's a bigger, different, broader conversation that I will never feel qualified to have. <laughs> um, so yes, please do not be racist, sexist, transphobic, all that, please, please, please don't, please don't, because we're already in a subsection of humanity that's being extremely judged from the outside in. So what the fuck are we doing judging anybody else? And gatekeeping anybody else? Uh, Lolo, you doing okay down there? Uh, yeah. I am so, I am so hot and sweaty after that. <laughs> that was a chaotic episode. Worked yourself up into a titty, didn't you? Mm-hmm, I did, I did. Yeah. I did. Mm-hmm. So I recognize with our audience, cause we, the cool kinksters listen to loving BDSM. Uh, I realize they're probably like preaching to the choir. Uh, it's so yeah. funny. I'm a non-religious person, but a lot of my sayings, clearly. <laughs> um, but I do think sometimes these things need to be said. And I do like kind yeah. of, th is this the sum total of our beliefs of BDSM? Of course not. Mm -hmm. We don't have that kind of time. Also, we couldn't think of all of those. You saw how many times our memory failed us. Also, we 
reserve the right to like change our perspective on things and to add new things mm-hmm. and to become enlightened on other things. Um, because this entire life we lead is a process and a path and a journey and I can't think of any other words for it, but we're constantly learning, we're constantly experiencing new things, we're taking in new information, we're rejecting old ideas. We are. So we could do this show again in five years, this topic, I mean, and we might say different things and it's okay. Mm -hmm. We might do an episode a month from now and say something slightly different because we've taken in new information or there's there's a subtlety to it, there's a nuance, there's an offshoot that's not quite this situation, True. blah, blah, blah. And that's okay too. It's messy and complicated and makes makes life difficult sometimes. I get that. I know many of us would really like simple answers to things. And there just isn't to most things. Mm. Um, kind of got to work out the kinks. <laughs> or work them in. <laughs> work them in, Let's yeah. work in the kinks. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're here for. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's f- plenty. Think, yeah. okay. That's fine. <laughs> so chaotic. I will. I will keep myself up at night over this episode. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back in a couple, the of rambling weeks, ranty episode. I, I know people like my rants, but I also am like. Mm. <laughs> 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 Okay, we're going to do a bonus section okay. now. <laughs> Are we good? I don't know. I don't know. I think we're good. Okay. okay. Keep, Keep it kinky, kinky y'all. y'all. And we'll see you not next week, but the week after. Unless you're a time traveler and you listen to this months later. And... And I got the signal to shut up. <laughs> Hi, Danny. <laughs> Hi, Danny. I love you. I love you so much. I'm, I've got boob sweat. And sweat at my hairline. <laughs> I think my makeup's melting off. <laughs> I can't stop talking because I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Good. Penetrating stare. <laughs> Talk to the crickets. Oh my god. Um, I don't know if I should be proud or feel bad about this week's episode. I'll let you decide. Um, if I'll say this, if some of what we said is a massive surprise, I'm gonna assume you're new here because we. I go on these rants. I've just never put them all in one episode before, have I? I don't think so. Okay, so what? What have we got? What have we got? What have we got? What have we got? He walked away. What have we got? Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to next week. I um, I'm having to double up on some work this week to be able to just not do anything next week, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, what else? I'm sure there's stuff. What what stuff? Lola is good. Um, we are having to redo our walking schedule with her. And I still can't take her out by myself because when she decides not to listen to me, she really does not listen. Um, twice on our walk today, she needed to get out of the road because there was a car coming. It's a teeny tiny little, like mostly dirt kind of road. And we needed to get to the side and she would not listen to me. And the only way to get her off the road, JB had to 
grab the top of her harness and like almost lift her up so she would start walking her legs kind of start moving and get her off there i could not do that right now so like it would be better if i just walked her at like 7 30 in the morning when it's kind of cool but I, I can't move her if she doesn't want to be moved so that's going on the cats i'm not there's no truce there are moments where we think are these are these two okay are they is this are we finding harmony and then one of them hisses at the other and then the other one swats at the other and i've noticed they both like to come up behind sneak up behind each other and like attack um in retaliation for whatever happened 15 20 minutes before um so it's an un, it's an uneasy piece we just keep throwing snacks and treats at them and they <laughs> mostly stay quiet. What else have we got? I've talked about the, of Lola and I've talked about the cats. Mm -hmm. That's all I could think of. I talked about working a little harder so that I could take next week off. Uh, yeah. That's all I got. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I got nothing else. Are we that boring? Yeah. Yeah, we are that boring. We have appointments to get our eyes checked. Get new glasses. Yes, and then... Looking forward to that. I'm going to go on Zenny and maybe get multiple pairs of glasses. I've never had... No, I won't say this. When I was a kid and mm -hmm. back in the day when, like, lens crafters would do BOGO, buy one, get one free, that was how I got my glasses every year because my parents did the thing I did with my kids, which was, you're probably going to break a pair. And so I always had two pair, but only for a BOGO. Mm -hmm. um, and, it, and literally, it didn't matter how bad my eyesight got, we were waiting till lens crafters had the BOGO on before I could go get my eyes checked. Hmm. Um, and I kind of did, not with lens crafters, but I did kind of something similar with the kids once they started needing glasses. Um, but once I had to start buying my own glasses, yeah. started being pair. a lot more careful with them, weren't you? One pair. Um, yeah. So I, I do, I took my, I did a selfie. Uh, did I post it to my personal Insta? I don't think so. I'm, I will later. I actually took a selfie without my glasses on. I don't know why I never do that. And I was, I, it was like, I, I think my, I look correct with my glasses on. Mm -hmm. But also I love the idea of glasses as an accessory slash face jewelry. And it's like, I want more than, I want more than one pair. I want a pair to suit my mood. But at a hundred, 200, 300, $400 a pop, hell no. Yeah. So Zinni is like giving me life. Cause it's like, wait, I could get, as long as I'm still <laughs> single vision lenses, I could get a pair for like 20 or 30 bucks. Oh, let me get two or three pair, including sunglasses. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. You just, you're going to get yours there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. they have a sale on so that mm -hmm. it'll work out. It'll work out. So yeah, for the first time for me, I think oh, it five or six years, we had lived at the condo. That was the year we moved into the condo. Right. That was 2015. Okay. Yeah. Six years. It's been six mm -hmm. years since I got eyes checked. Um, I know my glasses are failing me. I'm yeah. squinting it a lot more. Mm-hmm. And it's not pleasant. I'm actually taking mine off more and more. To see <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is not my problem <laughs> i got into a conversation last night with a 15 year old whose eyesight is just as bad if not worse than mine mm -hmm. um his lenses are super thick um we both were talking about how we're kind of glad we live in this time and age where glasses are a thing because we're like how would we survive out like 
10,000 years ago with this eyesight. I'm like, baby, we wouldn't have. Okay. <laughs> I just don't think we would have. Or we would have had to be protected by the, like, the village or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know how you'd, we would have survived. You'd need to have some really special talents for that to happen. Oh, I know. <laughs> and I hope everybody uh, is aware I'm totally looking at purple lenses and my glasses. I've got yeah. several pairs at Zenny's favorited so I can go back yeah. to them. I used to have um, a plastic lens that was like the dark frame all the way around, kind of a squarish lens. Those were super cute. They were not purple at the time, but I got so many compliments on them. Mm -hmm. um, and I found a purple pair that are kind of similar to that. Uh, and then I moved to this because the, here's the thing I hate about buying glasses, other than the expense, because it's mm -hmm. ridiculous. Um, I can't see without my glasses, but what I'm supposed to do is put on a pair of frames with fake lenses in them and decide, yes, that looks good. All I see is a, uh, a white person flesh blob. Like that's all I see. Like it's just this pink peach color. I that's, don't see features. Yeah. How do I know my glasses look and especially okay? Especially after they dilate your eyes. Oh, I don't ever do that. But um, I know I should, I don't. That's why I always bring somebody with me. Well, yeah, and I do too, but I don't know, were you wrangling a kid? There was something going on when I went to pick out glasses and I had to rely on the very nice, kind person who was, you know, helping me with my glasses selection. Mm -hmm. But the problem with that is you then are dealing with the other person's expectations of who they think you are. And I was, you know, a 30 something lady with two kids running around screaming and they were like, Oh, I'm sure you'd like the invisible frames. Then you get to see more of your face. And I was like, I can't see anything while I'm testing these lenses anyway. <laughs> uh, sure, I'm now used to them. I'm, yeah. I'm very, but I do kind of miss my funky frames. I just, I just do. I did these frames, even though they're kind of invisible, do have purple on them, on the stems. There's the a arms. dark purple, they're called stems. Oh, okay. I always heard they were called stems. Are, the sides of glasses, y'all decide, arms or stems. Um, I've always heard stems, but anyway, there is a purple, I don't know if I'm trying to show that to the camera. I'm not sure the camera can pick it up. Yeah, it They're did. purple. Cause I, y'all, I can see that there's a camera in front of me. It's just a big black blob. I just, y'all, it's bad. Um, so I like, Zinni has this thing of, um, can try them on like virtually try them on i like that and missy said in the live stream yeah chat, take a selfie say, and then put your glass back that's a great idea oh, yeah, that was a great idea was i doing selfies six years ago was i that person i am now but was i that person i, I don't think so no no, no. i think <laughs> i was of that age i was uh, selfies weren't completely new then but they were new to me because not my experience and i was like who takes a selfie this bitch takes a selfie i take selfies all the time but at the time i i probably yeah would not have even thought of it that's a good idea though mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah so see faces they're called stones. okay all right thank you Faye. i mean i would have given begrudging credit if it said arms but you agree with me so yay uh <laughs> I should be ashamed of myself when I do stuff like that. I'm not. Um, <laughs> I like to be right. Not always, but I like it when I mm -hmm. What else? You're going to go to a quilt shop with me next week during our I am. off. And you're going to go to a uh, sawmill oh, yes. with me. This, y'all, this is what partnerships and relationships are about. <laughs> 
Would I rather poke my eye out with a hot stick than go to a sawmill? Yeah. <laughs> but am I going? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, you actually are a better human being than I am because I know quilt shop's not your first place you ever want to go, but you will go and you will be completely lovely. You'll probably charm all the people who work there and the other shoppers. Uh, I won't make any stereotypical comments about age or gender because I was pleasantly surprised when we went in there. Well, mm-hmm. one day there was a good mix of folks across a couple of spectrums, but uh, yeah, you'll probably be like having a chit chat with somebody on the side. You'll make yourself right the fuck at home. I will not at that sawmill. I will stand there awkwardly and smile politely. <laughs> and he will take forever because it's wood and you'll be super excited. And I'll be like, oh God, when can we leave? When can we leave? <laughs> um, let's see. What else? I mean... It's just no, same old, same old. It's 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 been a, a a different week for us because we've um, mainly been focusing on some lifestyle changes. Oh God, yeah. We were actually cranky when we missed our walk on Monday. Yeah. But there was a lot of running around of kit with kids, and then by the time we could walk, it was like late. We're like, mm, we'll just skip today. And we were gone. exhausted. It was a long work day for us. It was a long day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I think Friday I'll be in that position too. Yeah. A band concert to go mm-hmm. to, but um, we'll uh, we'll we'll probably talk more about that in the uh, Friday night live stream. But yeah, we've been yeah. been making a lot of uh, lifestyle changes. Mm-hmm. We um, now own uh, a blood pressure cuff, mm-hmm. a glucometer. Is that the right way to say? I think it? so. Which we can't seem to make work for me, but it's fine. Um, supplements yeah we own those too Mm -hmm. diligently taking those yeah anything else I think that's it I think yeah I mean we're we're watching our carbs we're moving more I uh, Mm -hmm. I either and maybe both have to either learn how to de-stress and relax (laughs) Mm. Uh, or I have to uh, decrease my caffeine intake to try and get my blood pressure to go down. <laughs> I think both of those are highly unlikely, and maybe I should just ask for the prescription now. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, I do need to de-stress. Oh, what? The deductible for that next doctor's appointment is how much? Oh, okay, yes, I'm feeling very relaxed right now. This is fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. yoga's going to help with mm-hmm. that. Uh, I do want to get into yoga, and I do yeah. think that there's some good properties to it. And I'm not disparaging yoga. I'm just thinking it's not going to pay that deductible. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. I've, uh, <laughs> I, I have started back to um, doing Tai Chi Yes. in the morning. I feel like you are – that that is something that works for you on a lot of levels because you do, from the outside looking in, uh, appear more mellow. Mm. I okay. mean, in right. most interactions. Yeah. <laughs> Not when I make you do an episode where we just rant back and forth, but outside of that, you Mm -hmm. come across as... uh, I agree with with Tayshu. Decreasing caffeine will lead to stress, you're right. Actually, I 
I really, like, I do a lot of things that I know are are things I enjoy, but I know they should help me de-stress. Like I have outside hobbies. Mm -hmm. I am getting better at stopping a work day and like separating those two things. I do things that I enjoy. We take time. Like I'm doing a lot of things, right? So I'm like, okay, yeah, I do want to get into yoga and and maybe some mindfulness stuff, maybe some kind of Mm -hmm. form of meditation. I don't know. But I'm like, actually the thing that would be the quickest to check, to do and to check would be decreasing my caffeine. Um, but we don't have anything that's not caffeinated except water in this house. <laughs> so <laughs> we go to the grocery store, I'm going to get some decaf items and test it, see if that helps. Yeah. I'm not giving up at least one coffee a day. Like, take that from my cold yeah, no. hands. But um, I, do I need three coffees a day and a large uh, unsweet iced tea and a Diet Coke? Probably not. Probably not. That might be a little too much caffeine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And hey, maybe if I decrease my my caffeine consumption, I might sleep better. Who knows? Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we will do our, even though we're on uh, off for this stream slash podcast recording next week, we will do the the live stream hangout. And actually we will have more information from doctor's appointments and Mm -hmm. just our own like plan that we're on. and yeah, and if I have gone decaf on stuff, you might see a grown ass lady crying on a YouTube live stream <laughs> and it not be an apology video. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, so no, that's, that's kind of been I mean, it. Yeah. Cause there's stuff, but there's like, there's, it's, it's not at a point. It's like, let's talk about this. Mm-mm, mm-mm. There, 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 there's a lot of uh, stuff in the works but yeah not anything we're ready to talk about just yet no. you know getting ready for the end of school coming up yes i get to That's see my mom um, for the first time in a year mm-hmm. and in um it looks like um the 15 year old will be able to get vaccinated soon if the cdc signs off on the pfizer vaccine which is the one they give around here a lot yeah we're excited so we'll only have one kid left to get vaccinated and he turns 12 in September, so it would mean, like, right. just get through the summer. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to go anywhere anyway, so no. fine. Um, yeah, I get to see my mom the first time in mm-hmm. a year in early June. That mm-hmm. is very exciting. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, and when when she comes, um, Lola may be meeting her fur cousin. <gasps> yes, we might have another dog here. We, we don't know yet. We, won't we would not, don't know for sure, but there's a possibility of that. Yes, that will be very interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's stuff going on, but... Yeah. <laughs> 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 I feel like I gave all my energy at the office. Uh, that oh, is goodness. the hour or so that we ranted on yeah. <laughs> this episode. Yeah. Oh, I'm deflated. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we. Uh, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. I think we're good. If you made it to this point... Uh, Power thank you. to you. Yeah, yeah, you're uh, you're a hero. I'm telling mm-hmm. you that right now. Uh, I don't know what this episode did for anybody. It was entertaining to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about all I can say about that. Yeah. Um, a person who, for whatever reason, craves validation and people liking her, it's hard to get concrete opinions out of <laughs> but we're we're here to stretch our boundaries and limits and grow as people and so yeah. i did the thing um yeah so i think i think that's it i think mm-hmm. that's plenty yeah uh, yeah we'll be back we got stuff. we always will be we, we always, always are be. 
Yep. Uh, we're two weird people with an uh, internet connection and microphones, so where the fuck are we going? Uh, but uh, until the next time, uh, mm-hmm. everybody have a great day, rest of your day, night, mm-hmm. morning, whatever time, whatever time zone, yep. wherever you are, you going to work. I'm so sorry. You're getting off work. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> are you on your lunch break? Have something good. Just uh, going to work? I am so, so sorry. So sorry. <laughs> uh, but until then, we will, mm-hmm. we will see. See you later. Yeah. Bye. Bye.